On this episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi talk about the supposed healing powers at Sulphur Springs. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. Not only are we not experts, the calendar invite for this podcast said White Sulphur Springs, which is a beautiful community in central Montana, about an hour and a half south of Great Falls. Which is a scenic drive. It's absolutely beautiful. Part of our loop. And I, I thought, I don't even ask. I don't even say. I thought. <laughs> I wonder what we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, we're not doing White Sulphur Springs. We're doing, That's this, what I, <laughs> we're doing the Sulphur Springs Trail. Which is what I gathered when you put your paper down. And when you said, let's get started, I'm not prepared. I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> well, if you remember correctly, during one of our episodes, I don't know if we'll, if it was before or after recording or maybe in it, we said we needed to do an episode on Sulphur Springs. Yeah, and I agree, we do, and that's this episode. That's the one today we're going to share with you. So strap in, folks. If you remember our episode about the weird, obnoxious, I'll just straight say it, annoying questions, we get some from our, some of our visitors. The person, the woman that saw the snake that left a voicemail. Yeah. Sulphur Springs Trail. Yep. She saw it in May. Or the summertime frame. And you're probably going to see it again. It's probably not the same snake, but... If you haven't listened to that episode, a woman left a voicemail and said, Hi, I went to the Sulphur Springs Trail, the one you said I should go to. And there was a snake in the par- near the parking lot. I don't know what you guys need to do. If you need to put a sign out, if you're going to call someone, <laughs> there's no need to call me back. But I just need you to know that there is a snake there. Okay. Thank you. Didn't call it's anyone. It's going to be there. Deleted the voicemail. So Sulphur Springs Trail is part of the River's Edge Trail system. About 15-minute drive from Great Falls. Mm, 20. Yeah. Depending on where you are in it. Yeah. And the trailhead for this, like we said, on the River's Edge Trail, but it's at the actual um, old town site of Moroni which is where Moroni Dam is as well. Not a fall. No, just a dam. Just a dam. Sorry. That's why we don't tell people where it is. <laughs> there's no falls. But the cool thing about the trailhead being at the old town site of Moroni, there's like some interpretive signage there and you can read all about it. But it's a ghost town, if you will. Um, can someone tell me the draws to ghost towns? You know, for me, the draw is... That there's ghosts there? Like it's no. A- People used to inhabit here, and then one day they just all packed up everything they had and left. You know, I don't know why I asked that. Because <laughs> um, when I went to Italy as a young, young high schooler, we visited Pompeii. Oh. So that's literally a ghost, <laughs> ghost town. town. <laughs> 
people used to inhabit it. You know, you're like seeing these where they were when the lava struck them. Yeah, but they didn't really get a chance to pack up and leave. No. The cool thing about the Moroni town site as a ghost town, there's they also- packed up everything except the foundations and the sidewalks. So oh. there's like, there used to be houses there. And they took the siding with them? <laughs> they took everything but the foundation. They knew it was difficult to get building, <laughs> get building supplies. Disassemble this. We paid a lot of money for these things. <laughs> We're just going to rebuild it a little bit further down the road. So... When we get asked about asked about ghost towns, I, my face turns blank like I've seen a ghost. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to print something out for you, and I'm going to highlight some words on a map. Have not done it. Yeah, don't know anything. The people that um, ask me and I give them the information on the ghost town, they're like, that's fine. They don't care that I haven't done it. But people that have talked to us about Sulphur Springs Trail... I remember one gentleman running me, put, put me through the ringer. Um, <laughs> With the disclaimer of, I've, not, I've never done this. I don't know anything. Well, he was, he was at it, like ready to demolish my, like wanted to make sure I wasn't an expert. And I knew that. <laughs> he said, what about the Sulphur Springs Trail? And I said, well, this is where it's located. Regurgitating everything I've read online. I've never done it. Well, then I'm not going to do it. Because if you haven't done it and you work in tourism, well, then it's not worth doing. And I said, please don't don't accuse me of such accusations. Like, there's just a lot to do. So much so that I also have a life. If we haven't done it, it doesn't mean it's not worth doing. It just means our lives are super busy and we're not on vacation in Great Falls. Like you are. So right. please pull back your your right. horses, your your dogs. Pull. And even if we haven't done it, we know people who have. When we had Dwayne on from the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, he's talked about Sulphur Springs. And I'm more interested, not in the ghost town, but the torture that happened <laughs> during the Lewis and Clark expedition at, at Sulphur Springs. So... It is an actual spring, just so, you know, we'll preview this and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But this actually has a spring that smells like sulfur. It's not on the trail. You can't go bathing in it. No. Um, I mean, you can give it a shot. But it's, but it's not very deep. It's not. It's going to be like mid-thigh. If you're a child, it might go over your thigh. Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty... It's been in drought conditions for a while. Well, <laughs> chances aren't good. You look at the get pic- up to your ankle, maybe. You look at the pictures of Sulphur Springs online, and I don't want to discredit it. It is gorgeous. We've seen beautiful pictures taken from the area, full of history, but they're taken from a very low vantage point, <laughs> right? To make sure the water is included, because otherwise, there's no. If I were standing up and took take a picture. There wouldn't be a way to distinguish it from the grass. And if you looked down and took a picture, you'd be like, I'm taking a picture of a puddle. I'm not quite certain why that's happening. It is because, help me out on the pronunciation, because I don't do it right. The woman that navi- oh. uh, was a navigator. Sakakawea. Or as I was taught in high school, Sacagawea. I was that pre- is incorrect. Sacagawea was how I was taught in high school, yeah. too. Not correct. I'm told now. It's Sakakawea. Sakakawea. So please forgive me throughout this podcast if I struggle saying her name because it's not how I learned when I grew up in Wisconsin, who also has a lot of Native American history in it. But 
Sakawea. Sakakawea. Sakakawea. All right. So Sakakawea was with these guys. The Lewis and Clark people. The ones that um, we've talked about so many other times in our podcast. They're kind of cornerstone to the assets we have here in Great Falls. So they took off on this adventure excursion (laughs) from St. Louis. (laughs) Um, And they received some training before leaving to include medical training. Okay. Tylenol, Motrin, (laughs) whiskey. (laughs) Like the basis of you need to be healthy. You need to eat healthy to be healthy. Like, hey, make sure you're hydrated. Yeah. Make sure you're not having this type of food, a balanced diet. Replenish the calories that you burn by logging a tree up a river over the falls. So there are ways to cure ailments. Therapies include bleeding, vomiting, bowel. Get stuff out of you. Bowel purging, (laughs) blistering, and sweating. Okay. So pretty much expel. Yeah. Get it out. So go to the sauna, get the blood out, get the it vomit, out. Just everything. So it's disgusting when we hear about <laughs> some of this stuff, but that's what they did. Yeah. So Sakakawea, good job. Thank you. Is sick on this part of the expedition. Which, yeah. Now, let me also tell you. Okay. On the trail, there's some interpretive signage that also shows where the portage began. So this is the part of the Lewis and Clark. They spent the most time in any one place here in Great Falls, outside of winter camp, because they had to portage the falls. This is the area where the portage began, where they hunkered down and were like, did did you see what's ahead of us? Because what's ahead is the Great Falls. <laughs> right. They're pretty massive. We knew they were coming. But then there are four more after it. And the crew's Son like, gun. let's make camp here for a little bit till we figure this out. Because we're going to need a lot of protein to get our logs over the falls. Yeah. And there's so much mystery at this part. So they're hanging out. On the banks of the Missouri River, where the portage began in Sacagawea, not good. She's like, they're looking at her. They're like, ooh, <laughs> she's not do- doing well. We need to expel things they, out of her. They said our, our Indian woman is sick and low-spirited. Well, of course she's low-spirited. <laughs> spirited. Come on. Lewis, come on. Get with the program. Her pulse is weak. Um, very quick and irregular. That's what her pulses and she has nervous systems and twitching of the fingers which worried the party because of the value of her on the journey and uh, we also need her to keep the baby healthy because yeah. she has a child <laughs> so she's given birth she's in she's still lugging across the country so it's like you're a mom and you're like oh my goodness i have to pick my kids up from soccer practice and go grocery shopping and i forgot to pay the internet bill so that got turned off Sakawea Sakawea is like yeah well I just gave birth and I'm touring these guys around North America and I have to help uh, get deer so we can eat them and haul my own log and I don't have any water (laughs) so So she's not good she's not in good shape 
So they come across the sulfur springs and it was noted. Lewis said that the water is transparent and possibly strongly impregnated with sulfur. And he knows this because he had a, a sulfur spring similar to that one here in Virginia, his home state. Oh, so he'd smelled sulfur before. Yeah, and he's familiar with the medical qualities of the water, and he wants to use it to help with healing her. And he admitted administered treatments of the sulfur water for her to drink with okay. bark and, and some other stuff in it. And it's supposed to have positive effects. You know what? So, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> so, I'm gonna tell you. I'm glad you found whatever piece of paper that is, because I'd always wondered: Did she drink the water? Did she lay in the water? I think both. Just immerse everything you can. We're gonna lay you in it, absorb it through your skin. We're Every gonna pour it into your mouth. So it says that her pulse like became or returned to a regular state, and the nervous systems were abandoned. And she feels better. (laughs) Surprise. But but then she's like, ow, what the heck? My stomach hurts. Um, And then they continued more pieces of bark and landrum. Landrum. Okay. We'll find out what that is later. (laughs) So pretty much what he did was make her condition worse. (laughs) And that's why I said hindsight's 2020. Well, maybe the bark wasn't a good option, but it does not negate the fact that she was near death. She drank some sulfur water, laid in it, better, still alive. So we're cherry picking Dana right here, Rebecca. Yeah, I know that. But this is the story because she continues on. She doesn't die on the... But she gets sick right soon after. (laughs) She gets sick soon, soon after. She feels better. But then, hey, guess what? A day or two later, she's sick again. She is dehydrated, and they give her things to de- dehydrate her even further. further. Yeah. So, congratulations. Well, on. I'm going to say, I've been on the Missouri. When when was this? Do this we was know? in 1805. I no, mean, like month. <laughs> um, I know it wasn't like last year. I would say between June and July. Yeah. So, the water's going to be a little muddy. Yeah, because July 4th is when they ran out of whiskey here in Great Falls. So yeah. they were here for 32 days, plus or minus that. Yep. So water is going to be a little muddy on the Missouri River because it, it's the Missouri and it gets muddy. So clearly it's not doesn't look like water you'd want to drink. So when you hap upon, happen upon <coughs> Sulphur Springs, and it is clear, and it's a little stinky, you think, mm-hmm. well, it's got to be better than the muddy water with the sticks in it. But we're still going to feed her sticks, sounds like. Yeah, so <laughs> still going down that route. Maybe maybe the Missouri water was going to be better than Sulphur Springs water. I don't think so. <laughs> well, he, so Lewis thinks that because this water is the sulfur water, it has higher magnesium. Or no, not the magnesium is bad part of it. <laughs> it is like a common mineral water. But the high magnesium, sodium, and sulfate is what's going to create a laxative and not really neutralize the stomach acid, which he hopes it would do. So because of the lack of sugar, it makes it horrible for the gut to absorb and induces the diarrhea. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) different times then. We're just telling you what happened. Yeah. Now, Sulphur Springs Trail Loop... 
Yep. It is only 3.6 miles. Pulling it all the way back. This spring, you would think, would have like a huge fence around it and you can't see it or touch it or be around it. Can you stop? T- <laughs> You'd be wrong. You'd be- this is not the case. Instead, they're just a sign saying healed. Hey. <laughs> well, and there's not even really a sign. You until you, you can smell it before you even know. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. getting close. Getting close to it. <laughs> so it's a three and a half or 3.6 mile loop around it. You don't have to go all the way, you know, if you if you don't want to. Um, well, it's not that big. No, it's not. Um, because if you blink, you'll miss it. Because we went out. <laughs> We went out just because it's the only part of the trail, only part of the river. You've been there? Yes. I didn't. Where did you think the pictures came from? Oh. It has my current spouse and my old dog in the pictures. I don't have that picture. On our SharePoint, we do. Okay. I'm going to look at it because, well, (laughs) Rebecca's been here. It's even on our Instagram account. back when i did it okay anyway (laughs) okay what were you saying so it's the spring itself is not very big Uh and robert and i wanted to go out and do this trail because it is the only part of the river's edge trail that is only accessible by foot oh yeah there's no biking there. you can't bike it chance is pissed (laughs) so we go out we're like oh this is gonna be fun it's three and a half mile loop you had your no oh no we oh, did thought- it by foot it's a beautiful walk it took us like i want to say four hours but not because it's that long it's because first we're slow second we let the dog swim a few different times in the in the river and third we ran into some people who were fishing so we sat and visited with them okay so it didn't take you four hours to complete <laughs> it did <laughs> From the time we left the pickup until we got back, about four hours. That's like saying it took me twelve <laughs> hours to go to Holter Lake and get on the go to Holter Lake. Well, I mean it's a forty minute drive out and I unload the boat and then pretty much went fishing. So But we were just out there, um, started to smell the sulfur. The spring is not that big. Like our we tried to get our, keep our dog out of it. Well, I, the, it's the, a sacred area. So we're like, oh, no, maybe the dog shouldn't be in there. And then he's licking all the water up. And I'm like, oh, well, car ride so, home's going to be great. Saved Sacagawea. <laughs> I mean, Sacagawea. So it should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some beautiful cliffs on the way out, too. So. Well, that entire area, because I've been to the North Shore Trailhead, which is near Great Falls, Ryan Dam. I love that area. It's so different you don't expect it and well you know we're doing the familiarization video tour of great falls yeah premiering it in february when jason says you know that whole thing not judging a book by its cover (laughs) that's when they're showing that portion of the missouri river and the banks and the cliffs yeah i'm like yeah yeah jason good job um but the reason why you're going to do the 3.6 loop is because you're going to start off to the left or right, and you're either going to heat, hit Sulphur Springs first and then continue north to Belt Creek or Portage Creek Overlook, and that's where you can see where the portage started. Yeah, and then make your way back. Um, honestly, if I'm going to go all the way out, and I say all the way out, 
<laughs> so I'm 11.5 miles. The drive to 11.5 miles to um, the trailhead. I'm also going to stop at Ryan Dam. Might as well. Two birds, one stone. Not only the episode title <laughs> of last week's. Yeah, I would definitely make sure you go out there and enjoy it. And I'm trying to guess when the best time would be to visit it because it wasn't two weeks ago when I was going to go when it was snowing. It was also not when we went. (laughs) When did you go? I want to say it was August. (laughs) The hottest time in the world for Great Falls, Montana. So shortly after snow melt, when it's starting to get green. I would do... Late May, June. I would... I would do, yeah, that or September. Okay. Now, the other thing we did along our trail, Uh which helped us, but not really the dog, because he doesn't really pay attention. He's like, oh, I'm out in the wilderness. Yes. Pal, you live out in the wilderness. Come on. (laughs) You have an acre and a half to run around on. But anyway... We walked with a stick and constantly, because the grass does grow up pretty high, so we constantly were tapping in the grass area with sticks so that we could scare the snakes away when we walked. Oh. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, it's really a nice thing. Um, I am nervous Nelly, as you know, when I <laughs> hike with Micah, and I'm so scared when the dogs come too, because same thing, yeah. nature. No, I'm just... <laughs> But I've kind of eased up, and now you're saying that like I'm the fear is now installed in me. Which there's a quick fix, a stick. Yep, perfect. All and, right, and they're along the trail, so you don't have to bring your own. Am I wrong, or did Dwayne say that this is the trail that's going to be handicap accessible in like the near future, like two years from now or so? I don't recall any of that, but that doesn't mean anything. Okay, I have learned in the last couple months. That doesn't mean anything. Okay. All right. So, because he saw the new visitor guide and that was his only thing. You don't have the Sulphur Springs Trail, if I remember correctly. It's probably correct. If memory serves me right, um, most of the time it doesn't. So, so this hike is going to be a 3.6. You'll be able to not only see the Sulphur Springs and the history for the Lewis and Clark expedition, what cured and then ultimately caused some issues. For poor Sacagawea. But it's going to give you the spanning views of the Missouri River, the banks, cliffs, and also fishing opportunities. Yep. There's a lot of uh, up and down. You're going through, I'm going to call them little coolies. Okay. There's some great rock formations. Um, You'll be able to see Moroni Dam for most of the hike. Okay. Um, Um, I also read that it, it goes through mixed land ownership, so make sure to respect the private land and the respect signs. So if you do go off the trail, you could have probably ventured into someone else's yeah. private land. So just make sure you... You'll see some of the fence lines. Yes. So. Stay on the path. Yeah, um, be careful. Pretty easy. And then obviously, um, take only pictures and leave only footprints. That's what I have for the printout from the <laughs> from the trailhead. You mean recreate responsibly? Yeah. Um, don't have your dog... <laughs> Like sulfur spring, not only for the spring, but because of your car right back. Yeah. Um, and then we want you to also take pictures of the area <laughs> and then send it our way for our Instagram visit Great Falls because we'll share with our users that are getting expired for their trip to Great Falls with your pictures. Yeah. 
Yesterday was National Plan Your Vacation Day. It's the last Tuesday in January, normally. And I did some research about why it started. Oh, well, this will be fun. So I thought I would share it for you because I think Sulphur Springs should be included in your itinerary, especially if you're visiting here in the summer. The suspension bridge to Ryan Dam is going to be open. So you can not only see the Great Falls, but get some Lewis, like more Lewis and Clark history. In 2015, the Department of Labor. Okay. Maybe. some department. It is a department. Some U.S. department. Noted about all the unused mm-hmm. vacation days. People suffering burnt out, you know, obviously affects retention rates. You can get on the business side and the human resources side of it of not using your time off. And let me just say, you think you're doing some great deed by never taking a break from your job. And it's actually a huge disservice to your employer. It's horrible. Because you become less effective in what you do. <laughs> you, It'll take you three times as long to fill out a form that normally would take you 10 minutes Yeah, that's because if, you're tired, you're burned out and you can't focus. Or maybe the opposite. Your employer is so used to you not to, like <laughs> leaving. They then think that your 30 days or 20 days of paid time off that you're not using, you're getting so much more done. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, this employee is amazing. So anyway, <laughs> they created National Plan Your Day, Plan Your Vacation Day. And it's because you need to start planning now. There is some statistics that share that even planning a vacation will make you happier, oh. even if you don't go on it. Um, but people <laughs> that do plan in January versus the last minute are more likely to travel, commit, and use their time off. And there is an other vacations to compete with. So everyone in your organization, whether that be three people or 500 people, you are employed for a reason. They need you. Let's not all fight for the same weekend. Right. Plan accordingly. Did you know in 2018, which I believe is the last, I couldn't find 2019's data. I want to say the last year research was available. 768 million vacation days were forfeited. Oh, Doesn't that hurt your heart? You fought for that when you took that job. Like, you're like, no, I want PTO. Why? (laughs) Clearly, you're not even going to take it. I wish there were a rollover. (laughs) Maybe we should just have a pool. Like, let's refund that. Um, But isn't that sad? It is awful. I mean, it's a benefit of your job. It's, It's horrible. Might as well just go work where nobody gives you paid time off, if that's the case. And then they did share some travel statistics or feelings for travelers we're in the year 2022 post during pre covid (laughs) we go through them through daily they feel all you know people still want to travel and they feel that the protocols set in place for the way they want to travel safely are good enough for them to plan it's like 60 some percent Others are like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, <laughs> other ones are like, no, I'm staying home. Fine, great. That's that's fine. Be your own person. That's fine. But I'm just going to tell you, here in Great Falls, Montana, you don't run into people. <laughs> well, the f- when you were saying about that Sulphur Springs doesn't have a fence around them, like, can you calm it down? <laughs> because we have event- a bridge without railing. I know, because sooner or later, 
There's going to have to erect some stuff. There's like a, well, maybe they don't need it. I did have uh, some insight into architecture, realtor codes, whatever. <laughs> like if it's above two feet, you need a railing. And I'm like, hmm. So now I'm thinking, is the walkway two feet above? Maybe. It's above water. A rushing <laughs> river. I'm going to go it's a little bit further than two feet. Yeah, I've visited with some people in different countries, and they've always said, like, how America is crazy. Like, I know that. But they say when someone, like, things that are, like, no railings or there's this cliff, say, like, a <laughs> buffalo jump, that if you could fall from and die in their country, they're going to put a sign up, like, no, don't do it. This bad thing happened. In America, you guys don't care. It's just no. like, hey, guys, next next one's up. <laughs> so this is really how adventurous do you want to be? Because there it really no comes down to obviously we're the stronger people. We haven't fallen in and, you know, come to our deaths in, yeah. in areas where we should have. But you should still be careful. Okay. So when you're planning and if you have any worries about the adventure we have here in Great Falls, Montana, <laughs> give me a call at 406 761 4436 or shoot me an email at information at visitgreatfalls.org. We have some sample itineraries to share with you so you can get your ideas flowing, see what works for you, what doesn't, includes hiking, eating, craft. Food. I was going to say eating craft beer. <laughs> eating. Well, some of it is thick enough you'd have to eat. Yeah. Um, have, enjoying craft beer, cocktails, amazing food. Local food. Harvest Craft Kitchen. It just start, is starting their breakfast tomorrow. That's going to be an event. Like, we're going to eat. Well, we were, we are going <laughs> to eat there tomorrow. I'll be there when doors open. But we have everything you need to know how to enjoy Great Falls when you plan for your vacation this summer or sooner. Because, hey, we're open. And it's the outdoors. Yeah. So plan for your vacation. I'm just going to do a test. Rate, review, subscribe, and download our podcast if you're really excited to learn more about Great Falls. Yeah. And if you're not and you just enjoy listening to us talk about things we know nothing about, there's a lot more where that came from. I guess a lot of podcasts ask you guys to download it, rate, and review. We did it at the beginning. Yeah. And then we stopped. But maybe we should start up again because everyone else does it. But I kind of find it annoying. So maybe just we'll just we'll see. Rate, review, hey, download. Make oh. some comments. If you don't want us to say it, we won't. Okay. Or we'll send you a sticker. There you go. We okay. still have some stickers. Yeah, we got a little left. So. Engage with us. Engage, please. So if this is your first episode, you can also see all of our old episodes at we're no damn experts.com. And you can find out about the annoying questions we get. Maybe listen to that one before you call me. <laughs> Just be prepared. Um, and, and you can also find out about the Lewis and Clark history where we have guest Dwayne Bushai on the podcast. And he tells us everything we know about John Coulter and <laughs> and the festival that they have in July. So uh, you can also visit the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, which is probably on, of our, on one of our itineraries. Yes, it is. Perfect. So everything you need right here. So until we see your bright, smiling, happy, joyful, healthy, wonderful face here in Great Falls, we hope you're planning your next trip to our wonderful community. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. 
On the next episode of We're No Damn, experts Rebecca and Maddie get artsy on the podcast. We're No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda. <laughs>